Alright, so, episode number two of the Shooting the Shite podcast. I'm Ben, that's Alex. Welcome. And what's the uh, topic of this podcast now? This is what? This is episode two, this topic today, of which persons, people, in history or present day, would you want to be a part of their entourage? Not them and your group. You're joining their group, per se. So just to be clear. Fair enough. And so we're spo- we were supposed to come up with our top three, and then we have some honorable mentions if we get to that point. We do have an, I think we start with the honorable Ooh. mentions. We build, oh, build the back? intrigue oh. for the people. <laughs> okay. I got you. All right. All right. Do we want to just fire off one honorable mention at a time, or do you want sure. to? Give us, give us one of your honorable mentions. Okay, I will start, Benjamin. Uh, let me just pull up my notes here, full disclosure. Uh, this one, probably not a surprise, but uh, Tommy Chong. I will pick <laughs> Tommy Chong from classic uh, Cheech and Chong comedy skit. So when I think of these people, I wonder to myself, did, did they actually have an entourage, right? Like that's, that's a very valid point. Could, something I considered for this, I feel with this choice anyway. And again, he's an honorable mention. He did not make my cut. Um, the, the reason just being, <laughs> I think it was a little too stereotypical to take up the ultimate stoner or one of, Oh, and I know what I was going to say off the top, too, that I, this this topic is really of interest to me because something we didn't mention on the first podcast was, or the first episode, was there's a fairly significant age gap between you and I, right? I'm going to yes. be 46 this year. You're going to be 30 this year. Yes, there's a 16-year gap right. between so us. So we, we know you different can Different sets of eyes, ears, opinions. Right, so I'm but sure. similar, too. Well, but I think... similarities. I think this topic will be coming at it from different angles i think right because yeah i mean that that that's going to be interesting to see but uh, okay so tommy chong so that's in your wheelhouse tommy <coughs> chong's way closer to your age are you talking about life. him now or him during his Cheech I and chong heyday him whenever he's just a gem <laughs> personally from what i've seen again and canadian I, and canadian which that is a, a bonus i'm sure you could uh hit the you know, hit some pond hockey with you, uh, but doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that skates. But anyway, yeah, I, I think in his heyday, if if the um, if the event that he was involved in did not partake in lighting something up, then I'm not sure he would have been down to to do it. So entirely possible. So that was one of my honorable mentions. Let's not spend too right. long on them. Okay, you go. You go next. Fire us up one. Well, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go with this one. <laughs> I'm going to go with this one only because he's on my honorable mentions list because initially I thought, oh, he'd be really fun to hang out with. And then I thought, yeah, but I'm not I'm not the kind of guy that's going to be able to hang out with him. Like I'll stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> OK, who's this? Snoop Dogg. That's a good one. <laughs> and uh, ironically, another uh, friend of the ganja. Yes, yes. Like, but I. I He's done a lot. He is very diverse. I will give him that. Yeah, and and everybody that meets him has great things to say about Seems him. Seems like a wonderful human being. And but I I can picture myself okay, you know, sitting around the recording room sessions with him and his buddies, and and me just sitting there like 
they'd be like, who the hell is this guy? Like, who is this honky? <laughs> and what, I'm Ben. What is he bringing to this? <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. All right. So what's another honorable mention there for you? Um, you caught me off guard there. But um, another one similar, similar mindset to you there is uh, I thought about Drake. He just seems like he takes care of his friends, and if you are in that friend circle, you're gonna be looked after, as well as uh, yeah, have a good time, go on the road. But I think I would get tired of his whining. It doesn't seem like yeah, I, uh, I don't know the type I... of person I'd really want to hang out with. I'm not that materialistic. Like yeah, I want nice things and I want to be comfortable, but he just seems to take it over the top but hey i mean he wrote a song started from the bottom now we hear started from the bottom now the whole team here i mean that's you know i do appreciate that as a friend you know you, you look after the people that helped bring you up so obviously uh, that would be going back to before even he was on uh what was that degrassi degrassi before he was just aubrey <laughs> hmm interesting but, uh, yeah, I mean, I love the Raptors. He obviously loves the Raptors. I do like his music, uh, even if it is ghost-written. Uh, so I do appreciate that. And hmm. He's from Toronto. Again, another Canadian. That's so back-to-back -back Canadian picks. Well, honorable mentions that didn't make the cut. For you. None of my actual picks are Canadian. Hmm. All right, and so my next one then in the honorable mentions, this will sort of be a peekaboo into my actual mentions, and maybe I'll see if you can understand why, but uh, Sir Richard Branson. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> I, I dig Branson. So he's a guy who um, has built businesses from nothing. And... Very smart, entrepreneurial spirit. Right. And uh... Australian? Is no, he British. Not? He's British? Yeah. Cl close enough. He's got his own island. Um, you know, I'm sure he travels around the world quite frequently. Um, but he's not that kind of guy that's, you know, a massive party. From what he shows us anyway in the public eye, he's not a massive party guy. He's not getting uh, called out for sending dick pics to girls or something. Like, he seems to be right. a pretty stand-up guy. Um, and, I, you know, I, I think being around that kind of wealth would be interesting mm -hmm, definitely um and a subsequent uh, bonus of that is if you're hanging out with him you get to hang out with a lot of different celebrities because he's got a lot of different people coming to his island and and uh staying in that seclusion and away yep. from the public eye so yep. you by default get a little bit of other people in that as well 100 percent. why did he not make the cut because my other ones i think are just too much better too wow, much better okay yeah I, all right fair enough um my next one similar in the sense of you're getting in with this circle that would be very vast think of this one hugh hefner think of the parties that uh -huh. happened at that mansion circa i guess i'm really playing fast and loose with the rules of the time because while i was alive he was already kind of past the peak but i mean imagine if you could go back to 1963 and you're partying at the playboy mansion all the celebrities that would have come through there not just celebrities but yeah. you know 
characters people of influence characters sports people because that was also it was sort of an an exclusive club like you couldn't just go yeah you had to be invited or somehow be on the list like um yeah so guys like you and i are not just walking down the street of no chicago or la when he moved there and and we're just saying hey can we come hang out at the yeah we, we're good playbook. guys we brought a we brought a keg let us in no it doesn't work like that at no the, i at the i mansion. can't is he still alive he has passed on uh, that is correct are you sure about that really I, fact, I don't know fact I, check I, that i and well now that i think about it more i think he's, perhaps in the last year or two dead. i think right a yeah. lot of people have died <laughs> yeah interesting hmm I'm checking just to be safe. I'm checking. Uh, yeah, 2017. Right, so it's so it was four, years four years ago. And he died at the mansion. Of course. Well, he never left. He was always pretty much. Right? Why, why would you? Why, yeah. Why would you? <laughs> Everything I need is here. Yeah. Wow. Do you think he like went on vacation? I guess he would. You'd want some change of scenery at some point. Well, see, the other thing, too, is, um, and it's my analytical mind. I'd love to hang out with a guy like that and just understand exactly how much he has in the day-to-day operations of Playboy magazine. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously, there's lots of other people behind the scenes of the business that are putting stuff in place. Yeah. But did he have, like, final say on layout and everything like that? And if he did, how much of his time... Uh, was taken on that kind of stuff yeah and did they party was it every day like every day it must have been every friday or every saturday some of the playboy bunnies that he would he kind of had this like circle of them right Mm -hmm. he had four or five of them at any given time and he'd spend nights with any one of them and then they'd have this sort of sleepover pajama party with them and watch movies and stuff right so how many blue pills did this guy (laughs) take over under i wonder if he just had it like permanently stiffened and just <laughs> just all is rare and to just go. Just go. Yeah. Don't walk by those tables too closely. I don't know. Knock things over there, heft. I don't know. Okay, so that's three for me. What about you? Well, I'll put so someone that would kind of um, complement that in a way, I guess, would be Tiger Woods. Tiger, old Eldrick. So during his time where he was sort of living off the hog um and traveling and he and, was the hog what are you talking about <laughs> i mean imagine going from you know from waffle house from, to perkins <laughs> <laughs> well going from his... like what's their schedule right they show up at a at a place probably on what monday or tuesday and they they walk the course they play the course they do their their training or whatever they hit their balls and then they're golfing thursday friday saturday sunday and he mm-hmm. was always in the finals so he was playing right until the end of sunday and then what do you do you hop in a plane now and you're off to the next location or do yeah. you go home does he go home or, ah, that's a good question. or does he just go off to the next I uh feel like he probably just goes to tournament the place just seems like a bit so it kind of makes you wonder where he actually had the time. Like, did the man oh, sleep? You'd, or... you'd find the time. I guess you in the car, on the, the plane, wherever the case is, right? I'm sure he found the time. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know, but, but again, and, uh, you know, I'm sure he was, like, if I think of a guy like Snoop Dogg or somebody like that, um, probably not at the same level as far as partying goes i'm sure he had some fun but yeah i think he was just out for himself well that's true 
You yeah, know? I mean, I never thought of it from that angle of, you know. He was just on the course back in the day. He was a mean son of a gun. He did not talk the way he sort of does now with mm. the other players. It was just a All man business. on a mission to destroy the field and just dominate and win as much as humanly possible. Well, he was successful, so he absolutely, was doing something right. Absolutely correct. Okay, so let's move on to our actual but, list then. But why oh. did he not make your pick? Because I have the, the three. We'll get there. And again, um, when we when we brought up the topic, um, I, you know, I didn't run off and do a whole bunch of thinking about it. I just sort of quickly said to myself, like, okay, who who would who would who would those people be? And it was more gut feel than actually putting a lot of thought into it. Would I enjoy it? Would I like their travel schedule? Well, you know, you don't have to, like, well, I guess that's something we didn't really define. But I do have very specific reasons as to why the top three made the top three. Like, you know, I think of that show Entourage, and it's like, are we essentially just placing ourselves as turtle in every situation (laughs) of these moments? Okay, I'm the driver, the lackey kind of, but you're also open to that world. Well, I mean, I... (sighs) Because you're sitting here literally analyzing flight schedules and that sort of thing. I just figured, oh, yeah, like, we were friends. Would it be fun to hang out with? Well, not just that, but it's like, we're friends. Maybe we grew up together. I don't know. Point is, we're we're running mates. We're, you know, I'm in their crew. But uh, interesting. Well, I think my first um, sort of experience with being close to somebody famous... Um, aside from this other situation that happened way back in the day with uh, with a blue jay, but I was sitting in a sitting in a a very famous bar slash restaurant in in Unionville, and uh, Stephen Stamkos, early early on in his career, was there with some of his First buddies. Year. I don't even think they were nineteen yet; like he couldn't. Um, but they were there. I mean, it Give was a shout out. What restaurant? It was the Union Unionville Arms. It's called. Um, and Joe Bowen was in there. He's always there. Um, so they were sort of talking, right? And I'm a few tables away from them. I can hear them and I can see what's going on, but I'm not bothering them. I'm not going over and like, hey, guys, going to get an autograph? No, that kind of stuff. But I thought to myself, like, okay, all of his buddies, and maybe there was three or four of them were there with Stephen. Like, so here's my, my friend that I grew up with through school, and now he's touted as being the best prospect in about to become in the nhl and that's exactly what we're kind of talking about here right so those friends of his that Mm. i'm sure you know are great guys or whatnot and probably have done some important things in their life too um were hanging out with steven stamkos yeah uh, part of his entourage i don't know um yeah so when I was thinking about these things, I wasn't really putting a lot of thought into what what I would be doing as part of the entourage. I I was just thinking I would be there. Who I would, would be you want present to be around with. Yeah. So I'm not thinking. Well, in like in the Snoop Dogg case, I'm going to be his driver or anything. You're I'm just his thinking professional roller. He just says like, "Come on, man, let's go." <laughs> you know, and oh dear, come come watch a session. Oh dear. So anyway, move on to the uh, the actual <laughs> list and. Uh, <laughs> I still had a couple here. You want to stay? Okay, go. Oh, I also had Rihanna, Riri. She's she's a crazy gal dem. Um, like her music. She's entertaining. She's feisty. 
seems like she'd have your back in a bar fight. <laughs> I, I do mean that in a polite way. Like she's she she rides or dies for the crew with the crew. Hmm. I believe. Would I don't cross have Riri. anything? Got problems remotely in common with her though that I would be able to. Yeah, have. that's probably partly why I uh, she didn't make the cut. But she seems cool. <laughs> she seems fairly down to earth. I mean, <laughs> a woman. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. I just you I don't can have, have one. Female friends for that sure. Aren't... I just don't have one on my list. I never. I, it never crossed my mind about. Wait till you see who's on my actual list. Oh. I think that'll. David Bowie was another honorable mention for me. Ooh, interesting. I just think uh, who wouldn't want to hang out with Ziggy Stardust in the heyday, and even after David Bowie's just very cool. So technically, the first rocker on the list. For me. And me. Yeah. Snoop is a rapper, but I mean a still, rocker. Still, yeah. David Bowie. He was very much into fashion as well. Yeah, he was. He seemed like a well-rounded individual. Polite. He did some acting, right? Down to earth again. I think that's a big thing. I don't want to hang out with someone that's... You're such a Stones fan. There must be... You'd think, but just because I like their music and their... You know, performance. I, if Keith, if Keith made my list, I'd probably be dead. I'm not keeping <laughs> up with Keith, that's for sure. Wow. You have any more honorable mentions before we just dive right in? I got two more. Um, Fire it up. Michael Jackson. <laughs> just because the the king of pop. Um, nowhere in the world could that man ever go that he was not known and and and. Uh, but. The accusations. Well, that's exactly right. They're accusations. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> hey. we'll, we'll let the listeners decide that one. I don't know. But what if, hypothetically, mm-hmm. and it, you know, no disrespect to the man, it's already been discussed many times over, but you are at Neverland. <clears throat> and well, maybe if I was, I would have been able to stop those things if they were happening. Ah, a little butterfly effect situation oh, all right interesting butterfly effect yeah interesting okay but again i just think you know um interesting guy right from the get-go because yeah. he he you know i guess complained that he never really had a childhood or whatnot that's two guys but like him and now eldrick El- eldrick didn't complain that's tiger tiger yeah. didn't really complain per se but you could say they were thrust into stardom from such an early age. So it's interesting that you have two of those selections. None of them, hmm. none of mine, none of my honorable mentions anyway, have been that. And my last one, I think you could probably guess, and I think you did say him earlier, but. Uh, was he in risky business? Yes. Has he been on some <laughs> missions that may have been impossible? Yes. Yes. To the T to the C Tom Cruise. Yes. So on my honorable mentions, but not on my. How did he not make your list? This is because when I groundbreaking. When I look at my list, it's a very specific reason why these these people, well, guys, because I don't have any ladies, are on my list. Uh, They all have something something in common. (laughs) No, um, I mean, again, a guy that basically can go anywhere in the world and do anything he wants. He's got the money. He's got the power. um, And I just think. It would be interesting to hang out with the dude, right? And Another flawed, though. Not okay, maybe flawed might be too harsh of a word for him, but 
another one with controversy. You've picked some controversial. Maybe I feel in like here. I could help even out their maybe their situation, their I, life, or something. As where I'm just like Tommy Chong, Hugh Hefner, Drake, Rihanna, David Bowie, maybe a little less, but it's just like yeah, let's have a good time. So the okay, so the top three for you then, if that follows along the same path, would be the exact thing I was thinking about in in our age gap. Yeah, so if I'm seeing a pattern here, yours are those people that are going to give you the best and probably most eclectic time. I'm I'm shaking my head no, listeners, because it's actually quite a curveball that's coming. Oh, interesting. Um, so I guess we're there. We're at that point. We can. All right, and really you're gonna keep walking vault. back. You're gonna leave the best for last. So start with your number three. Okay. Well, then it's not the curveball you're expecting. All right. Because I did my one of my picks, and since we're gonna go that way, Alex Ovechkin, and especially that Cup win year when they won, <laughs> you don't want to be along for that ride with him for yes. the however many months that party lasted. And we only got to see a little glimpse of it, right? Imagine what happened when he was when back he to was Russia. In Russia and... behind the curtain. Oh my! Wow. Look out! With all of his buddies. Look and... out! <laughs> He's probably still like just getting sober now from the whole thing. Still the best. Sobering He's my up. favorite hockey player. Um, when him and Crosby broke into the league together, sorry <laughs> for any non-hockey listeners, but uh, Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin came into the league same year because of the lockout. They were different draft years. Sidney, very conservative, very just business-oriented. Ovi? Very business-oriented, like worked hard on the ice, scored amazing goals, back-checked, hit, played the body, did things right. However, off the ice, rock star. We didn't really see that, though, until he got his cup. No, no. I remember watching back in the day, like I'd see him, you know, at a live concert with some band. I forget who, but he was on stage singing and rocking. I think he was even wearing, like, eye makeup. to a degree but it's like this guy loves to have a good time and be very good at what he does also burning the candle at two ends you could call it i'm i have an affinity for that like one of my honorable mentions was almost mickey mantle because he was like one of the best baseball players but he loved a time off the field well so does a guy like babe ruth yeah, but less hot dogs with Mickey Mantle. <laughs> more you got against the hot dog. More just drinking and yeah, having a time. So oh. Ovi for sure. Just just because of everything, we're not too far in age. I think we're maybe what's he like thirty something? Thirty five. Thirty five. So yeah, there's only a six year gap there. Um, it would have been cool to see him coming up in Russia. Uh, his overall love for the game and passion that's as a hockey fan how can you not respect that even if you're scoring against your team which he did against the Leafs he lit them up that was in the pre-Austin Matthews era and boy did he know if he was in Toronto the spotlight was on and it's lights camera action it's showtime for Ovi and just past Mike Gartner did he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes, he on did. The list of, uh, uh, and he's going. He has a chance. He has a legitimate know. chance. I looked catch. at that today. He's 35. 
He's, he's 183 he's games behind. He's going to play till he's 42. And part of the games played is because of lockouts. Yeah. That yeah. Nothing but I don't do I don't think he's going to catch him because. He will catch Gretzky. Because I think I figured it out today. He's got to do like, if he plays till he's 40, let's say, and you're saying a few more years, but let's say it's 40. If he had me in his entourage, <laughs> he would get there. He's got to score at least like 35 goals in the each next five years to, to reach the goal. So I, I don't know. I'm not saying it's not possible. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think he can do it. I believe in you, Ovi, if you ever yeah. listen. I believe in you, buddy. Wow. You can do this. So my number three, not being like going backwards, so number three, I chose for that strict reason because I wanted to to sort of mix it up a little bit from my, my original two because they're on the list for a very specific reason. But number three... Uh, Charlie Sheen. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger blood in your veins, oh, huh? Imagine that, right? So, oh my God! Imagine you and him and Tiger all on the <laughs> prowl. I don't think you'd keep up. But super interesting guy because he grew up in the industry. His yes. dad and uh, he he went to school with Sean Penn and and Rob Lowe and those kind of guys at yep. that time in California. Brothers with Emilio Brother. Estevez, so, aka Gordon Bombay, and was. You know, having a, a fairly good career uh, and was at the time where that whole thing exploded on him. He was the highest paid actor on television. That was such a weird time. So, And that's saying that now still in COVID times. That was a weird time when that all came out. And yeah. He was just on the radio rambling. And, and I think that would just have been sort of an interesting time of his life to be around him and just see the, the chaos and mayhem that, that he was bringing upon himself with the nose candy. Tiger and... blood. Tiger blood in my veins. Yes. Just, uh, I don't know. It, it would have been, I think, super fun and, uh, you know, a guy who... I think terrifying, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and a guy that would sort of at the last minute drop of hat like let's go to vegas and then oh, everybody'd yeah. be in the the private jet um flown to vegas in some sort of great suite at one of the hotels yeah. and uh another very recognizable guy especially in the united states anywhere he'd go people would be all over him yeah. um so i picked him just for that aspect alone just the the craziness and chaos that would have your favorite uh, charlie sheen either movie show what was your favorite role of his mm, that's interesting i'd have to give that some thought i don't know um, oh come on you wanted to be in his entourage you can't just fire one <sighs> off the top of your head i gotta think of everything he's been I'm probably in. just gonna say ricky vaughn wild thing from major league mm, i don't know i i kind of <laughs> he like i think it was his first on-screen role uh, in ferris bueller and he just that was something that came to mind as well that seems like that was not far off from his actual well because he stayed so, up for two days so when did he, he did in, the, in that scene he looked like he was he on drugs because he was on... very much like he was tweaking yeah um and it was just kind of a classic charlie sheen type character right the 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 mannerisms that that guy had and the way he was looking at the girl and everything. i don't know but um hmm. platoon maybe yeah fair enough yeah I mean, he, was, he was good in that, that one and, didn't come to mind right away <clears throat> i'm trying to think of like what else he's been in i mean i know um, 
It's not two and a half men. I know that. No. He was okay in that. That Although, seems like that could have been pretty close to what he's actually like. But that character that he played, I was kind of, he was my hero at one point for a while there. Because oh. I was like, imagine that. Just living off your royalties, sleeping in all day, drinking, womenizing, you know, living mm-hmm. on the beach in Malibu. Uh, wow. That's quite quite the, <laughs> and then your quite the brother, life to aspire brother to. moves in. And... Yeah. Yeah. But he still had his fun. Yes, he was yeah, still. He uh, I yeah. mean, that was a great. That was a great character. And then, of course, I never really watched it after the whole switch happened. But yeah, I mean, uh, Wall Street. But what else? Yeah, Wall Street was good. What else was he in that? I mean, I can't really. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, who's your? Uh... All right. Here's where the curveballs start. So I've... sorry. Who's your third? It was Ovechkin. Ovechkin, right, okay. So, Ovi for sure. Or I mean, Ovi's on the top three. He's right. in the top three. Coming in at a solid number two. The queen. The queen. The queen. <laughs> that is a curveball. That's a curveball. She, that's a controversial pick. Depending on your thoughts on the royal family, she's an extremely um, dignified, distinguished leader. She's been doing the job for how long now? 60 years, give or take. I mean, she seems like she'll outlive me. <laughs> I don't mean that really, but I mean, mm-hmm. like, it, uh, you, someone might place a bet on it, and it could happen. You could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Sure. But um, just uh, behind the scenes, I want to know what really goes on. What is their dirty laundry? Well, they just released some, some, f- like film or something that they had recorded way back in the day that she forbid to get released, and now they just released it. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe I'll just watch that. And she comes off the list, but hmm. I think you'd be like bored out of your mind. Just... There's a chance, but I mean, at least you'd be bored in really interesting places in England. Think about at one time how like the sun never sets on the British Empire. Yeah. I don't know if she was in power for that time period. Maybe not because it was after World War Two and colonization had been breaking up. But she could pretty much go anywhere in the world and people would fear her and respect her. She was revered. She is revered. Don't really go very many places other than... Buckingham, Buckingham Palace, Palace and Balmoral Castle like she you know it's a big deal when somebody from the royal family visits Canada let's say right yeah, because well, they, they don't own us <laughs> well but they don't do it like you know once a month they're coming here like once every 10 years or something yeah right? so I mean all but the... that's just Canada that's all we focus on when was the last time she went to India or uh, I don't think it's ever frequent happened. like I think they're very well, reclusive um, still and she was down to earth this was a woman who did military service at mm-hmm. one point I mean reminds me of my grandmother a lot yeah yeah well there you go a little old lady and um, I mean the advice she could offer like oh you'd certainly meet a lot of dignitaries from other countries you'd have a lot of uh, I mean if you read about the bloodline of that family right mm-hmm. there's lots of uh, German chancellors in the yeah. in the in the, in the fact, history. I think and most of the uh, the bloodline does go back to German, like yeah, and, and and Greek, and uh, like it's all it's all over the place. Yeah. Um. So I'm sure there's lots of 
you know, juicy tidbits. There's got to be stories. And I mean, you know, and to get behind the whole what happened with Princess Diana, were mm-hmm. they behind it? Seems like they could have been. And just like the stuff you'd see in, in the ins and outs um, of of how that how that uh, what's the what's the term like how that family operates, I guess. Right. So yeah. um, the inner workings like I don't I don't think she just wakes up when the sun comes through the window any day she wants. I think it's a very strict schedule. Seven o'clock alarm goes off. Somebody's in the room opening the curtains. Okay. Get up. Here's your daily itinerary and you got to be here at 10 and this is whatever. It's not like, Hey, what are we going to do today? Let's just watch some Netflix or something. Yeah. (laughs) No, there's not much of that. I think she's constantly on the go business. We only ever see her though in some sort of a like pants suit with the top hat and that the gloves and stuff. Do you think she sits around the house in, in jammies or in the uh, roots, long johns or, or, or if I were her, I would. <laughs> and if I were in her entourage, I would sure know the answer to that question. <laughs> well, that was a curveball for sure. Yeah. Not sure. what you'd expect, but I mean, easily one of the most influential people of the last century for sure. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, Ben, take it away. <laughs> Who do you got at number two on yours? Well, my my number one and number two are kind of interchangeable because oh, they're both on, on the list are for you... the same reason. But so uh, you're just gonna give us both then? No, I'll give you I'll give you what I what I wrote down and and I guess the way it comes in. But uh, Rob Deerdeck, the Fantasy Factory Robin Big Guy, yes, the skateboarder. Yes, not that I, I don't have anything against skateboarding, yes. but this is not where I thought you were taking this. Because I've got mad mad respect for the dude because. He's made what Mad he has. Respect. What he has you today. You would fit in with the skater crowd more than you would fit in with Snoop Dogg. I'll <laughs> say that. And I can't even skateboard, but but I mean the guy has. You could fake it. He's built his empire. Um, it, like he never graduated school, high school, mm-hmm. right? He just decides he's going to drop out and, and do this skateboarding thing that he likes. But then he's got this entrepreneurial mind and he just keeps building these businesses to the point where he designed a um an incubator basically so he has a company that just keeps spitting out companies and products and stuff like this that this worries me that you have maybe got the same pick i have for number 1 <clears throat> that would be interesting but um he just seems like a super happy funny guy like i think it would be great to hang around with him, you'd always be laughing. He's yeah. he's the, like, if you watch his shows, their yeah. shows, you know, they're like. <clears throat> I liked the... Robin Big. I was a big fan of Robin <clears throat> Big. However, the it's the Id- idiocracy. No, no Fantasy ridiculousness. Fact, ridiculousness is what's on now. I'm not a big fan of it. Well, that's just them looking at funny videos online, yeah. right? Yeah. But like, Tosh Point oh was. The the king of that you like that one better but so. but the fantasy factory even that, it, sometimes it's like uh, why well, yeah, i mean the, it, it kind of gets tiresome after yeah. a while but the commentary of it is is the funny part like a lot of the videos are just ridiculous but it's what they're talking about and chanel i mean she she brings so much to that show because she's such a she comes across as an heir but then again see because she's been around him she's mm-hmm. now becoming very very good at music and and pumping out her her um what do they call that it's your um not necessarily image, but it's your it's your thing. I'll have to come up. It'll hit me here in a minute, like a lightning. But um, <laughs> but like Zang. in Fantasy Factory, he they had like uh, you know dude love, or he'd take them and they go 
um, trying to ride bulls and stuff like that. Like it just always seemed like, Hey, let's, let's go try this and let's go do it. And just, and, and, you know, content, he had to always had to come up with content, of course, but again, people coming into the fantasy factory. So just hanging out with him by default, you'd get exposed to all these other celebs and interesting people that would be coming by. And uh, again, he just seems like a really happy, you know, laughing. Now he's got a family and his kids look like they're very well-rounded yeah, and having okay. a good time. So Fair enough. Just not not who I expected. But, but mad enough. respect I, for I dude. thought Tom Cruise would have beat him out for <clears> sure. <throat> no. For certain. No. Do you want to just fire off your number one pick then since you... Yeah, I'll go with mine then. So very similar in why he made my list is... What do you mean? No, just I'm worried it's <laughs> going to be the same. We're going to have some overlap. And there is a bit of overlap. It's Dana White. Oh, okay, good. It was not my pick. No, Dana White is um, again, you know, a guy. I don't see him as entrepreneurial as he he deer deck, but okay. Well, it could be he only sort of dips his fingers into one thing, which is the UFC. Yeah. But that's his baby, right? Like he he yes. saw this this company that was in peril. And he goes to his two buddies that had the money, and he said, "I think we can make something out of this." Hmm. So they bought into it with him. And What's the the brothers' names? They're the fr- crazy. The Fratellis or something like that. Orlani. For, for yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, again, we should be doing our research, or I should be doing my research. But um, yeah, so so he he took it and and built it into this thing. But because it's a private company, and they sold it to this other company and whatever, and, but he's the president. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like he runs the show. It's like, no, this is how we're going to do it. This is my way. It's not, okay, what's our, um, you know, what's our company's mission statement? And we have to have, you know, everybody's happy-go-lucky. Like, he runs it the way he wants. Yeah, I will admire him when uh, the COVID stuff's starting. He's like, we're going to build our own Yeah. Fight Island in Abu Dhabi, yeah. and this is where we will host. And our... a guy who lives in in L.A. or sorry, in Vegas. But um, okay, let's go get on to the UFC jet, and we're gonna be going off to UAE, or we're going off to New York, or wherever the fight is gonna be. That's true. Um, I'm sure has lots Dana of White. interesting I, people like around him a lot of the time, and I think. The number one reason him and Dan and uh, Rob are on my list is just osmosis, being around guys like that and, and picking up that sort of entrepreneurial mindset and not mm-hmm. not not automatically giving in and saying no. Like, no, we're going to try this. We, you know, we're we got the means. We've got the rel- the re- resources. We're going to try this. And if it doesn't work. Yeah. OK, we tried it. Right. Yeah. And that's something that regular Joe's like you and I. Yeah. We don't get to do that kind of stuff at that capacity in any way. We could say, like, yeah, I'm going to try to learn drums, take some classes and see if I can become a drummer or something. Yeah, we could do that if we wanted to, but not on the scale that these guys are. Fair enough. Good good choice, I guess. Just not, yeah, again, that's a bit of a curveball. I did not uh, see that coming then. So who's your number one pick? Well, entrepreneurial spirit for sure. Some have called them... The real life Tony Stark, Elon Musk. I will Good take one. Elon. Good one. He is eccentric to say the least. Um, but I mean, this guy sees things. He wants to solve problems. I like I'm it. Down with that. Um, is he causing problems, perhaps, at the same time while he's trying to solve them? Maybe, and maybe that's where I would kind of want to 
you know, give them a bit of a check of reality. Mm-hmm. Hey, electric cars are great and emissions suck, but we're having to mine crazy resources to produce these lithium ion batteries and maybe we need to look at something else or maybe this isn't exactly the way we want to approach this um spacex that's really cool that's amazing and reusing you know the rockets that's incredible ahead of your time type of almost nikola tesla stuff it's obviously where he got the name for the car company but i mean is there potentially a problem by launching so many satellites and so much shit into space that at some point in the not so distant future we can't leave the planet because there's so much junk floating around it'll rip a hole in your space yeah but he'll be the guy that will come up with the solution for that problem at the time he (laughs) might and we'll see the old chinese farmer proverb that has uh, been known for a long time. We'll see. I mean, I, I, I like the fact that he doesn't utilize other companies to solve his problem in the sense of... He just starts them. Exactly. Yeah. But what was the com- what's the company? like? The Boring, Borden- the boring Company? Yeah. Yeah, yeah this exactly. is, he's selling a flamethrower. This is not a flamethrower. <laughs> and it's obvious. Well, but, but even just why that company came into B, right? So traffic in L.A. sucks. Yeah. And okay, we're gonna we're gonna drill a tunnel underground. So it's not yeah, like let's go out and and, hi- and hire some m- massive engineering firm. No, yeah. we're just gonna create we're our own. Do it, and we'll build the mechanism yeah. that's gonna do the drilling. You know, and, and I mean that's that's fantastic. Biggest comeback of all time, though, his hairline. <laughs> yeah. if you've well. seen well him and LeBron James, <laughs> I guess. No, I, I like that one. That's a good one. I, I think it's a fair pick. He'd like. <clears throat> much of a social life probably not maybe that's where i come in hey Elon. well he's got lots of kids right he's been he's been with women Does lots of women he? well, and he's, he's, he's got he's like five South or six Africa. seven kids or something there. Does he? yeah i did not know that but i mean yeah he just works away and it would be very interesting it'd be great to you know bounce ideas off oh, of. yeah. and i do think yeah it, it would be that sort of i could be that check to him hey like you got great ideas but like do we think of the possible long-term ramifications of these things um but yeah yeah he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's thinking that far ahead he's trying to solve a problem right now and he seems a little obsessive about it and uh which is a good thing i mean that he's that passion sure sure and that like no we'll we'll do it we'll figure and in, in all of my projects that I've ever done in life or any of the clients that I've worked with, when they ask me, you know, can, can we do this? My go-to answer all the time is we can do whatever you want. As long as you got the money and the resources, we, I mean, yeah. put a man on the moon in 69 for sure. We can oh, make these two systems talk together. I feel together. like that's an episode for another day, Ben. What's that? The man on the moon in 69. Uh, that's your conspiracy episode. Oh, that just, <laughs> I don't know anything for sure. I can neither confirm or deny, but I so, wasn't there. So you really threw me a curveball there because if you look at my first two, taking Charlie Sheen out of it because I put him on there for the sheer just mayhem and partying aspect yes. of it. Those two guys were two guys that are entrepreneurial. I could learn a ton. Yeah. I think it'd be fun to be around and just understand how they see problems and tackle them. I thought you were going to be, again, because you're younger. You thought I was just going to go 24-7 party. Party party all the time, yeah. And it crossed my mind. 
But at the end of the day, there's more to life than just that. Just that. Like, you're right, actually, about the queen. That could potentially be very boring. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, ah, it's it's my pick. I'm sticking with it. But a very interesting... I, I think there's so much, like, dirty laundry there that even if I'm not doing a tell-all book or anything, it's just I, I, I would really like to know. And I feel like she knows other dirty laundry. Where's Jimmy Hoffa? She knows. <laughs> like, she knows. She what knows. happened to Kennedy? Who killed Kennedy? She knows. Hmm. You know, I feel like she's got her fingers in all the dirty little pies across the globe. I mean, her her network to me seems endless. She is the boss of James Bond. <clears throat> Boom. Interesting. Interesting. Um, wow. Well, listeners, you've you've heard it here. Um, feel free to cut up our choices or <laughs> If you agree with us, maybe you have different reasonings as to why. Um, send us your list. Send it create for the podcast. Yeah. Okay, so Sign that's episode two in the books. Signing off. I'm Alex. That's Ben, and we are Gonzo shooting the shite. Okay, good. <laughs>